76, 5 hours 15 minutes to doomsday. We are now going to join this show already in progress. Oh, hey Paul, we watched an action movie last time you were here, right? Oh, hey, hey, what's going on? Yeah, uh, was was a uh, raw deal, right? But, yeah, uh, with raw deal. So with our pal Arnold Schwarzenegger. Started, oh yes. So just just relax. I, I don't want you to stress right now. Okay. You are actually asleep. Oh. Okay. Right. Is this like so, the new uh, the new method of getting to you? I know last time you shot a harpoon that went through my neck. So I mean that's yeah. not really. I, I, I'm, any any improvement is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I can just transfer in your consciousness, oh. put it in a hologram, and we can just hang out. Perfect, perfect. Does Do I get to pick which hologram body I want to be in, or is it just the hologram of my regular body? You think about it, and it's you. Okay, perfect. I think um, I would like to maybe be like a talking deer. That would be kind of cool, I think. If that doesn't freak you out to talk to a deer. Look, I'm, I'm okay as long as, you know, you can, like, get your deer body sort of on the couch. That could yeah, be yeah. Uncomfortable. It's, it's kind of, you know, one of those cartoons that you would see where the deer sits like a person on the couch. And they're uh, like, deers uh, don't so sit like I'm, that. No. See, I'm with you. As long as you're not a Canadian deer, because according to Byron, they're suicidal. Yeah, I, I heard him talking a little shit about deer, and I'm gonna let it slide just because I like him. But uh, it's uh, it's kind of my favorite animal, so I'm not sure. not too happy about it. But oh, uh, well, we'll let it go. We'll, we'll, let, it go. <laughs> we'll let it go. We'll move on. <laughs> yes, we'll yeah, move yeah. on. So look, the, the reason the reason you're you're here in, in your mm-hmm. very comfortable deer form, yes, um, is look, I've been watching a, a lot of just end of the world type stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what, I just want to watch an action movie. Right. Just some shooting, some fun. And I thought, who was the last person I watched a really cool action movie with? And it was you. It was. Yes, I, I uh, look back upon that quite fondly. Besides the neck harpoon thing, but, you know, yeah, yeah. wounds sure. heal all the time. Outside of that. Yeah, that's <laughs> outside of the neck harpoon. It was good. It was fun. Yes. Um. So, you know what? I've, I've dragged you, your consciousness here. You've you've assumed the form of a very impressive deer. Is, it, look, is there you. anything you'd like to watch? Uh, I mean, I've been watching a lot of kind of real bummer stuff for, for my podcast back in my time. And, and I've heard a lot of that stuff. It's it, been cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's, it, I mean, I love those kind of movies, but at the same time, I was, I was really kind of in the mood for a nice kind of action movie myself. Maybe something that's a lot of fun, you know, a little bit of a pick me up from where I've been with sort of these, these depressing vengeance and, and torture movies that have been going on. Sure. So, so, so maybe, maybe like a nice fun action message. movie. Yeah, it's been a bit of a positive message, bit, bit of fun. All right, Babs, roll us up a positive message, fun action movie. Equilibrium, 2002. In an oppressive future where all forms of feeling are illegal, a man in charge of enforcing the law rises to overthrow the system and state. <sighs> The cleric is the final line of defense. If the resistance compromises it, we are doomed. 
this. You cannot do this. There's nothing we can't do. It's real. Burn it. Cleric, I can only hope one day to be as uncompromising as you. You're a family man. Yes, sir, a boy and a girl. Disturbing rumor. Rumor, sir. A rumor maintaining that one of the cleric is actually attempting to contact the resistance. Then you know what I'm gonna do now. Yeah. Preston, give yourself entirely without incident. No, not without incident. Okay, not not the uplifting message I was looking for, but ah, nonetheless, that's okay. <laughs> nonetheless, uh, look, it is a whole lot of action, and I think that's part of what we were looking for. This is, of course, 2002's Equilibrium, with a runtime of one hour and forty-seven minutes, which is just long enough to go. We need more shooting and perhaps a little bit more gun food. IMDB tells us that in an oppressive future where all forms of feeling are illegal, a man in charge of enforcing the law rises to overthrow the system and the state. That's what Yeah, kind it of. Does. I mean, it's a, there's definitely a bit of an overthrow, and it is definitely a very oppressive time. It is. I'm not sure what he did a lot about overthrowing the government. I do believe there were other people involved there. Yeah, he just he just kind of killed a lot of people. He cleared a path. You know what? Some, sometimes you just have to kill a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. He was the uh, the bulldozer. Sure. For the All right, directed by, <laughs> directed by Kurt Wimmer, known for writing and directing 2006's Ultraviolet, writing the remakes of Total Recall and Point Break, neither yes. of which I'm sure he should be proud of. Yeah, I, I have not seen any of those either, so I cannot comment, but I assume that I wouldn't like them. I vaguely remember Ultraviolet. <laughs> um, I think it was okay. I'm not sure. That probably yeah. says that it probably wasn't. Yeah, if it's anything like this, he, he has potential for another good movie in there. So I'd be interested yeah, to check sure. out the original works more than the remake stuff. Oh, well, look, the original Total Recall is an Arnie classic. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Get your ass to Mars. Starring Christian Bale as John Preston, best known for being, well, Batman. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Patrick Bateman in 2000's American Psycho. And also... He played John Connor in a he did play in a John continuation Connor. of an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Look, it all just falls in together. It's all linked. Yes. Um, also starring <laughs> Sean Bean as Partridge, best known for dying in pretty much every movie he's ever been in. <laughs> he's that guy. He's that guy. But he's he, he's made a career out of being that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has quite a few credits on the old IMDb, so you can't can't be mad at that. No, no, for sure, the dudes get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sean Pertwee as Father, best known for Event Horizon, which I covered a few weeks ago, and Dog Soldiers, 
And of oh. course, most recently, as the most kick-ass version of a butler ever in Gotham. Yeah, I, I quite liked his portrayal of Alfred in Gotham. I watched it for a couple seasons. He was for sure a highlight of the show. Oh, see, I got to watch it all at once because I'm in the future and I know what happened. <laughs> Everyone dies. First impressions count. Let, let, let's be honest, this movie could have literally been about anything as long as they kept the gun crew in there, because that was the whole purpose for watching it, right? Oh, absolutely. There was times when the, the he just started firing off shots, and I'm like, I don't know what direction he's shooting in, but I like every direction that he's shooting in. It was yep. just amazing to watch some of those those shootout scenes. Oh, this is, it was just crazy. Well, like the, the very first one, you know, where he just dives into the room and it's in complete darkness. Yes. And you yeah. just sort of say, pose, shoot, pose, shoot, pose, shoot. I'm going, just make this the whole movie just, yes just, i don't care about anything else just make that the whole movie yeah unfortunately they kind of dropped that for quite a while and they're like when is the gun food coming back <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, the story's great and, and you know look, i'm really sad about you know like the future and and, and paintings and stuff yeah, yeah more shooting more shooting. yes because everyone was heavily armed i know yeah there was, was so like- many so much artillery so much. I'm just going. They've, they've eliminated war and, and murder and everything, but everyone's got a lot of guns. Yeah, isn't that sort of the solution that they're trying to push through in my time? Of uh, if more guns equals less violence, I think. Uh, allegedly, yes. <laughs> when everybody is armed, that means we're all safe. I think. Yeah. Well, don't tell me how that pans out in the future. I'll, I'll be yeah. surprised um, when it happens. Look, much like you know, a file in your birthday cake. It's worth waiting for the surprise. <laughs> so, speaking of surprises, the the soundtrack was a bit of a surprise. You know, it went from very deep classical to some real kick-ass techno in the fight scenes. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It it, it matches the tone of the movie when it's supposed to follow the tone of, of, you know, it's supposed to go intense for the intense moments, and then they really hit it pretty hard with the electronic music. Um, it, it does kind of sound a little bit like a soundtrack of that time where they had a a lot of sort of generic techno soundish music but uh still it fit the the movie quite well i think yeah yeah i mean you know you've just got to look at the the matrix series that was sort of very very similar timeline you know yes techno and that but still nothing to say that it wasn't fucking awesome oh yeah yeah it's like mozart meets skrillex 
Yes. Now, <laughs> speaking of, of things that potentially shouldn't go together, Christian Bale has made a career out of just looking pissed off. Like, yeah, he's, I mean, he's never happy. I mean, I guess I'm a pretty sick guy. I know he 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 does sort of play that type. And then it's funny because in the movie, when he starts kind of smiling about things and, and having feelings, it's it's so obvious that he actually is having feelings because he so obviously doesn't. And I'm like, how am I the only one that recognizes that he's having emotions? Thank, thank you so much. Because I'm yeah. there going, clearly he's feeling, he's yeah. feeling, look at that people. I know he, he was showing nothing at all. Uh, Have these people uh, never uh, seen American Psycho before? Oh my god! I had to kill a lot of people. Um, <laughs> that is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. But yeah, that was one of the things that got me. Is just like he went from just you know obviously stone to like everybody else to he's clearly feeling. Surely someone's going to notice it because mm-hmm. I mean you know. And if anyone was going to notice it, it was going to be his, his, his little Hitler Youth kid. Yes, he was oh, creepy. Yeah. Oh, I know. I was. I was. Uh... In a way, I wanted him to have to kill his own kid, but I'm like, no, the kid is more methodical than him. The kid's going to end up killing him, if anything. Yeah, that, that's it. Uh, I was waiting for the kid to just pull out a straight racer. And just... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dad. I mean, John. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah sorry, John. Yeah, you have to die now, John. I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> Oh, he was he was creepy. Um, so well, we did mention that that Sean Bean uh, obviously dies a lot. He lasted twenty minutes in this movie. I know, and I um I went through his IMDb, and I haven't really seen many. Th- I, I know of a lot of movies he's been in, but haven't seen them. And I assume that he dies later in a lot of movies than this. I was kind of surprised. Mm. I was like, oh, this guy's on the front page of the uh, credits here, and he's dead. Yeah, and he's dead. But he's Sean Bean, <laughs> and everyone everyone expects him to die. I mean, I I, I watched the TV series. She just recently that I found uh, that he stars in and he's alive the whole way through. And I okay. found it a bit disturbing because I kept waiting for him to die. Yeah. I kept waiting for something to happen and he just didn't die. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is this is not what I signed up for. Well, that was awkward. Yeah, that's right. I wanted to see <laughs> Sean Bean die. Make it happen. <laughs> God damn it. God, shame on you, Sean Bean, for not dying <laughs> in that TV Right. <laughs> How dare now, you. Yes. Spe- speaking of things that are... Uh, could be good, but are not. Libria was like Fifty Shades of, of Grey, and and not like the good kind. No, definitely not. Um, I mean, by by my book, any shade of grey is not really the good kind. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm also not into like getting tied up and getting things shoved up my ass. But I mean, if you're into that, that's cool. But not me. Hey, look, what you do in your own time, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think there was a lot of that type of Shades of Grey going on in this time period because that would be way too much feeling. Mm, well, th- that's a th- and we'll talk about that a little bit later because I've got questions. Um, maybe in the but, underground. Yeah, look, well, maybe. Maybe there's a whole <laughs> room in the underground. Yes. You know, who knows? But yeah, look, grey seemed to be the, the color of choice. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Across, across the populace really, and the buildings and... Sure, sure. Well, and they even did the, uh, we'll, we'll get to later in the movie, the symbolic whole black and white thing. At the, mm. You know, it has this transformation, but uh, that's much later in the film. It is. It is. So, obviously, we've, we've tapped into, you know, what's going on. And they're all on Prosium. Yes. And, like, Pro- Prosium, as a name, makes it sound really fun, and it's not. No, it's, no. The, you know, there's there's apparently no highs and no lows, just nope. the middle. And, look, I've got to be honest, I'd rather be, like, way high and just happy. Yeah, I mean... I don't. I don't think anyone needs to know my situa- my my uh, position on that situation. But uh, sure. <laughs> I would definitely yeah, but, side but, with but you. Give on it that. a choice. Yeah, give give it a choice. I think. Look, I can take out the bottom bits. Sure. Yes. But yeah, you know, I'd rather just sort of go up. Yeah, it sort of, uh, in a way, was was a little bit eerily similar to the short period of time that I spent on antidepressants when I probably didn't really need them. I just needed to make a better life for myself. But uh, sure, yes. I was stuck with people that were dragging me down with them and uh was was on antidepressants for a little while and that's totally you're like yeah i don't care like i'm not mad i'm not happy just whatever yeah i'm, I'm just not i'm just going just cold and, yeah and, and look you know what sometimes that's good particularly if you want to become a professional killer that shoots a lot of guns yeah I mean, that's what john had gone just have to kill a lot of people somebody could have burned the mona lisa right in front of me and i wouldn't care 
Yeah, well, there you go. He he <laughs> called for that boon. And right. um, <laughs> well done. That was good call. Um, I was waiting for the they live advertising that just said conform, consume, yes, yes. appropriate. Yes, uh, the, that's one of my one of my all time favorites. And they live. Uh, that's actually mm-hmm. coming up on on my show pretty soon. Well, in, in my timeline, pretty soon. That's going well, to be on. I can tell our... you because I've already heard it. It's awesome. Nice, nice. I'm looking forward to that one. But yeah, it does. It does have a little bit of that feel to it. The whole black and white transition mm-hmm. where everything is is very dark and just kind of bleak, and you you keep waiting for these messages. Although it seemed like there was no consumerism in this future either. It was it was all uh, it was all just a lot of nothing. Yeah, it was just so. I, I think it was uh, very, very weirdly communist mm-hmm. to a certain degree. But you know, uh, look, I don't, nonetheless, they should should have the signs up. They just say conform, consume. Yeah. I mean, at least give a shout out to John Carpenter, Jesus. Yeah, that's just that's right. pay the devil his due.
Tell me what you learned and keep it nice. Now, as I mentioned earlier, the future has a lot of guns, like a, a, a crazy amount of, of guns yes. for everybody. Well, even like the underground, heaps of guns. There's surely, you know, that's a call out. If, if, as you mentioned, you know, if there's no war and there's no murder and everything else, why does everybody need a gun? Is yes. it just a, because happiness is a warm gun? Is that what, what we're going for? Um, I mean, maybe there's a lot of uh, small penis issues from taking the prosium. Penic erection was one of the many unsolved evolutionary mysteries surrounding sexuality. Every society had an elaborate subculture devoted to erotic stimulation. Well, see? And uh, they need a lot of big guns to make them feel better about themselves. Ah, see, I hadn't thought about that, but, you know, (laughs) it it did seem to be a predominantly patriarchal society. So, okay, we've decided prosium is officially... Make sh- your dicks. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, um, uh, we only seen a few women, and they pretty much all got burned. So, <laughs> yeah, I know that that seemed a little extreme in my book. <laughs> um, a little bit of a witch yeah, hunt. Oh, yeah, I'm not a fan of witch hunts. Let me tell you. No, um, I can only run so far. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I did notice about when you come off Prozium is it makes you want to rearrange your desk and ruin your window coverings. Yeah, I guess that's what feelings do. I, I, I like his response to that too when uh, when Tay Diggs' partner comes over and he's like, what are you doing, rearranging your desk? And did you not like the way that things were? And he's like, no, I had no feelings about it at all. I just was trying to be more efficient. Yeah. And I just thought that was such a, a great like clinical response that he gave. I have no feelings about the arrangement of things. I'm just trying to optimize. I need more lemon pledge. Yes, just trying to optimize. That That's the whole reason I rearrange my desk is to optimize, not because yes. I've lost something, which is, <laughs> happens more often than you can imagine. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know about the window coverings. I guess, you know, if you wanted to see the outside. Yeah, I mean, you know, I get the whole thing of seeing the sunrise with the rainbow and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, but surely, you know, if, if you're going to rip that off the window, that means every morning when the sun comes up, you're going to be open. That's a bit shit. Yeah, that is a problem. That is definitely a problem. Um, and, and of course, we now know that creepy omen kids uh, have a job in this future. They will be street police pointing out people that are feeling and uh, making sure you take your drugs. Because there was more than a few of those little Hitler youth bastards just around just pointing people out. Yeah. yeah. And, and the one part when he when he dropped his, his regimen for the day on the floor and it broke and the kid was like right there watching him. I was like, what are you doing? You're going to go get a new one? He's like, chill, kid. What the fuck? Yeah, but it's like when he was checking the, the kid's dose. What are you doing? What are, what are you looking at? Yeah. Don't touch my shit. I know, yeah. And then he goes out of his way to tell on him, tell his partner he's got to get more. Yeah. I'm like, this kid's an asshole. Who threw these poops on me? <laughs> exactly. It's just like, fucking you need to get your... That kid was in for it. Um, <laughs> Moving to something that was a lot less like bad. It, it's it's good to know that even a soulless tetragrammaton cleric can't resist a puppy. Oh, I know. And and the the part right before that, when they shot all the dogs, I was like, oh, come on, man. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, it was good. This isn't the happy you, movie I wanted. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was good that you didn't have to see it. Yes. But even then, like, like John's just going, nah, oh, oh. It's like all twitchy and like no one sees it. And I'm going, look at the dude beside you. Look at him. Just, I mean, an absolutely natural reaction and the right thing to do. But, yes. oh, my God. But, yeah, like puppy licks make everything better. Yeah, and he was like, we need to take this back and test it for disease. I'm just holding up my bare hands in front of my face. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. Look at this dog that I'm holding <laughs> in front of me. And I'm going to put it in the in the, in the the trunk of my car. <laughs> I know. That'll make it, yeah, that, that's a safe way to carry something that's potentially a little disease bag. Yeah, for a, a, a time when they were very careful about a lot of things, they were also very careless about a lot of things, too. Yeah, it's just... just because the back of his car, you couldn't see the lights because they were all like like marked over. I'm going, how does anyone know where he's going? I know. Anyway, that was just weird. Now, one of the things that they did love was a hall. They loved the <laughs> hall of the hall of destruction, the hall of justice, yeah. the hall of processing. My favourite had to be the palace of justice. <laughs> Yeah, I was getting confused by some of the names because they were so similar. I'm like, wait, is he going to, to the justice, the destruction? Which one? Oh, which is the it, the destruction's the bad one? Okay. Yeah, but but see, it was the palace of justice, and I think that's where the royal super friends live. Um, <laughs> <laughs> King Superman and Queen they're Wonder there, Woman. They're there with uh with with father. 
Yes, with with father, the, because you know, you, and you knew that it was a hall because it had gigantic doors on it. Yes, which are completely impractical unless like you're moving giraffes or something. Just, yeah, a really long staircase where each step is about the width of two steps. Oh, staircases. Now yeah. let's talk about the architecture in this movie because that city had more hidden rooms than an episode of Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. I know there were there were several times where they kicked through a wall or broke down a, a, a fake bookshelf or something. To everyone was hiding their their colorful sides behind these these hidden walls, and it got me thinking to how if I had a hidden room like that, the what like what would I want to hide inside of my secret room? And what would you hide inside your secret room? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really that adventurous, so it would probably just be like a burner computer filled with porn and like some giant bongs. Nice. <laughs> just keep it simple. Yeah, maybe a coffee maker to get thirsty yeah. in there. Yeah, well, that's it. And, and it, well, maybe, you know, a bunch of stuff to touch with your fingers so you can get all excited. Because there was a lot of that, a lot of touching things. Yeah, yeah. Just going, ooh, textures. And some of these rooms, I, I was wondering how the person actually got into them. Yeah, like, see, now, you- the, the, the very second last one where John was in there by himself, they bashed down the wall to get in. And yeah. there was clearly no other way into that room. I know. I'm like, how did she, like, cement the wall over every time that she came out of the room? What the hell? Yeah, that, that <laughs> doesn't seem practical. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, potentially thinking too much about it. Yes. Now, um, things that you probably are not going to think too much about is I think fuck is the correct reaction when finding a gun cleric because that's that's all that guard said out in the nethers. It's like <laughs> fuck. Yeah, he saw him pop the little little spiky things out of the butt of his gun. Yeah, and he was like, uh oh, yeah, yeah, this we, is going to be are- bad. All in the shit, and yeah. which I, yeah, I don't know, you know why he decided to use the butt of the guns to to beat them with when he clearly had unlimited ammunition. Yeah, well, that well he could get it shot out of his sleeves. Yeah, which yeah. We'll, we'll talk about later. But yeah, you know he he went. They're all wearing motorbike helmets, and he decides that belting them with the butt of his gun is the right way to go. I didn't understand <laughs> that. I'm just going. They're wearing helmets, dude. It's it's not yeah. going to help. It's not stupid. It's advanced. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, he did, you know, he, he smashed in the, the little face guards and that obviously ended badly for a lot of them, but yeah, I don't know, oh, yeah. potentially the right choice. Yeah, it was a pretty badass fight scene, though. I did like that. It was. It was very glad. Hot seats were cumbersome. And, mm-hmm. of course, every good tyrannical regime needs water cannons. Yeah, w- when when they were running down, like they were going along this, this uh, building where they smoked these people out of and they were spraying stuff. I actually at first thought that they were they were dousing it with gas because they were going to burn it down, but then they never they never lit it on fire. I was like, why were they just spraying it with water? What the hell was that all about? Um, you know, look, it, it's non-lethals maybe. I don't know. I mean, you, you need a big like, water, ta- water yeah, yeah. kind of truck. But yeah, it's, you know, it's definitely a now I think about it, the whole thing with if they'd sprayed them in, in like gasoline, that would have been awesome. Yeah, this, they should have been spraying it down with gas and then having a guy go by and just light it all. Just 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 torch the whole building. Oh, like an ant farm full of napalm. <laughs> I got a lot of good ideas.
How would you like to try something a little different? This'll keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. I'm sure you've got questions. Ask me anything. <laughs> so we mentioned it earlier that, you know, some of the obviously side effects of not taking the aprosium for uh, an extended period of time. Now, one that came to mind, obviously, you know, there was a lot of, you know, cold interactions. Are, are you going to end up with, like, priapism? Are you going to end up with, like, you know, in, in case your erection lasts more than four hours, seek medical help? Yeah, it seemed like he, w- when he went off of it, he was definitely very confused by female interaction it uh sort of reminded me of the scene in old boy when he first sees a woman he's clutching clenching the walls against the back corner of the elevator just panicking not knowing what he was going to do yes the not knowing how to react and part of him was already reacting <laughs> yes yeah and it's hard to escape with an erection quite honestly yeah i know but it made me wonder like what other things you know would happen would you just start like giggling at random shit would you just <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like sensory overload, right? Yeah, you'd just completely freak out. And, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about what happens at, at the end, but that was the biggest thing. I'm going, maybe, maybe what they, how they end this movie is perhaps not the best way to do it, but still, um, you know, on a more positive note, do you think the government had shares in leather and motorcycle helmet production? Because it was clearly <laughs> issued to every single guard. Yeah, there was definitely a certain aesthetic about their style, which, I feel like it played out more towards the end of the movie. I didn't quite pick up on it at first, but there was a little bit of kind of Nazi symbolism towards that whole organization. And so I don't know if the the leather was intentional to be kind of SS looking or something. Yeah, well, you got to pay more for that. Uh, Because even their symbol kind of had a a bit of a hint of a swastika. Well, yeah, the four T's were like, ooh, just, yeah, it was was very, yeah. Yeah, like, don't twist those T's a little bit too much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was pretty, pretty, I think that was clearly the underlying message there. But, yeah, everyone just got it. Look, I actually have a jacket like that. And I've got to be honest, movement in it is not that easy. Right. (laughs) Those guys were very, very uh, capable of, you know, spinning around and doing a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, any apocalypse, regardless of what style of apocalypse it is or, or dystopia, has to have a lot of motorcycle guys, right? So yeah, Exactly. You can never, uh, you know my rules about that. Exactly. That yeah. every, every dystopia needs to have motorcycle barbarians of some Yes. <laughs> um, now, for the sake of argument, what kind of things do you think were on the EC10 band list? Oh, I mean... I'm probably thinking of things way worse than some of the stuff that was banned is is probably so tame. I mean, obviously you can't have feelings or emotion about things. So even Mm. stuff like a a red ribbon was, was not uh, acceptable. Red ribbons. (laughs) And and, and, and there was a lot of stuff that was just like, you know, you know, it's, it's old, it's antique but I'm not sure why you'd ban it. You know, I was sort of going, I wonder if there's like a whole like closed in room full of like furry costumes. I didn't actually think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see what's on what's not on the not banned list. Um, as as we kind of alluded to about the the sexual function, like how do people reproduce in this? Is it just like a, a clinical, uh, you know, procedural type of sex that goes on? Well, is it you know what is it done in incubation centers and you just go and make a deposit? Yeah, they just they just uh, drag it out of you. Premature ejaculation is no laughing matter. Yeah, well, who knows? <laughs> I mean, it didn't seem like anyone was really like driven to. 
you know, no, no. This is to, to to go about it, and you know, I, I know that you know his partner did accuse him of having relations with a female, and I'm going, it's a bit harsh. Yeah, he um, just like touched her hand, Jesus. Yeah, he, he, that's right. He made physical contact. I wouldn't have said that was relations. No relations. But, <laughs> but who knows? Um, now yeah. he's just he's just being a prude. Yeah, exactly. You just need like, to- hey, nerd alert over here! <laughs> Don't touch her. You get cooties. That's what he was afraid of cooties. That's right. No touching allowed. No touching allowed. No cooties. Now, obviously, we we talked about Mary a couple of times, but why was she wearing a red raincoat when she was going to be incinerated? Yeah, I don't know if there was like real symbolism about that. Um, if it was supposed to be that, you know, the, the whole scarlet letter type symbolism or something, that she was like a whore in society, or maybe I'm thinking too deeply about it and she just was supposed to stand out from all the black and white. I don't know, but it was just, I'm going, is she, is she like Little Red Riding Hood and they're the wolves? <laughs> right. What we're going? It was just, I don't know, it just seemed kind of, kind of weird. And, you know, she, she could obviously, she could wear whatever she wanted, I noticed. You know, she had a couple of outfits that were clearly, uh, would have been on, on the, on the band list because they were, they were felt and, and things and nice to touch. Um, yeah. The, maybe, it, maybe it was a symbolic thing of, uh, you know, you get to, they, they save a, a lot of colorful clothes for when they burn you because they're going to burn the clothes anyway. So it's like kill two birds with one stone. There you go. That could be it. <laughs> put her in a, um, you know, with arms full of like brightly colored socks. <laughs> yeah, a Who bunch knows? of books and stuff. <laughs> yeah, just, like, could you just carry that in? No, yeah, fine. just while you're in there, just hold this. Why, just hold it. It saves saves money. <laughs> saves money. Now that sort of leads me to ask: Why was Mary being incinerated by budget Darth Vader's? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, aren't the Darth Vader supposed to be the ones in charge? Well, exactly, but you know, they're, apparently they're they're on incineration duty. Yeah, they're, they're just like oh, okay, just um. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't know, I didn't understand the whole thing about how he couldn't. He's like, oh, the door's already been locked. If we open it up, it will blow up. And like the the door has an opening in it. Like it's not even a sealed chamber. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but apparently, if you open the door, it turns off the turbines, and the turbines will explode, and everyone will die. And I'm going, that's a yeah. really bad system. I know they it have a lot of shitty mechanics in this future. Really bad system. Yeah. Uh, sorry, boss. What if what if you get uh, like you know somebody that's uh, a higher up gets stuck in there by accident? Oh, sorry, can't uh, can't turn it off. The the faulty system doesn't yeah, want us to uh, open the door. It's going to blow up. Yeah. Well, you know what? What if you you know if your red raincoat gets stuck in the door? Right. <laughs> right. And, and it doesn't close properly. Is everyone going to die? Just- there, yeah, there was probably a failsafe, and the guy was just being a dick. Well, yeah, but he just going, oh, I could be stuffed, mate. It's, it's more than my job's worth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, uh, so, uh, so we're getting towards the end of the movie. Now, the voice, Vice Roy's guards, was it me or did they look like Civil War samurai? Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand. I mean, even he switched his clothes to sort of a samurai thing. I'm like, where did the Japanese influence come from here? Yeah, well, there was a sequence in the middle when they're, when they're doing sort of kendo, and, yeah. and I sort of got that. But it was just like all of a sudden, yeah, we're going to go full, you know, full, I don't know, samurai any yakuza yeah, it, type deal it was very strange and they they give him a sword only to take it away i'm like what mm. what why was part of the costume a sword and then you're like we're gonna take your sword yeah I'm like well that, make up your yeah, fucking mind yeah if it's not part of his his dress uniform um <laughs> then yeah why why give it to him why why is he got it <laughs> um and while we're talking about uniforms right at the very end there were like all the propaganda ticks why were they wearing like goggles and boiler suits if all they're doing is putting like stuff on the TVs about Father <laughs> Says. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they were also sifting for stuff on the band list and they oh. had to protect their eyes and their and their skin in case they were overstimulated. My eyes, the goggles do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't unsee the things I've seen. Um, yeah. Now, how do they keep a puppy in that apartment? <laughs> I was wondering that too. Yeah. The- they they like raided the whole apartment. Yeah, and and also he has time. He goes in, rips out the medicine cabinet, mm. checks behind it. His son comes in, shows me stole the or you know you know took the medicine. His son or his dad t- wasn't taking the medicine, so the son pocketed mm. it. And they have this whole conversation. I'm like, is this the worst search team of all time? They've had like <sighs> ten minutes of alone time in the bathroom. Yeah, to get their affairs sorted. <laughs> and because clearly that the, the little Nazi kid, he wasn't strong enough to pull out that that cabinet out of the wall. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't they no. just knock it down inside the wall where it was hidden? 
and I couldn't find it. <laughs> That's right. You know, down the, the middle part. Yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There was something about those buildings because when you shot the walls, like just big plumes of dust shot out of them. I want to know what those walls were made of because it was kind of weird that just like you shoot them and big like clouds of stuff just shoot out. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's where they were hiding the puppy too. They stuffed him down inside the wall when they came. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe they just hid him under the blankets because there's nothing ever under there. I think it's a good place for it. Right, right. Or like um, inside of a pile of stuffed animals in the closet. Yeah, exactly. The one E.T. style. Ooh. (laughs) It's just sit really still. (laughs) <laughs> really still yeah because that puppy was really good <laughs> yeah that, I was thinking that too when they showed the girl had the puppy out I was <laughs> like wouldn't they have found it when they went through the apartment but uh...
Your time is almost up. So give me your final thoughts. So we just mentioned that obviously John's son, um, you know, came out and had his had his stash of, of hidden drugs and announces that he was, you know, he was off his dose, but he mm-hmm. was still creepy. Oh my god, was he still creepy? Yeah, I mean, at least they showed him smile, and you go, oh, that's clearly Patrick Bateman's kid. He's just emotionless the entire time, and then has like one smile, and you're like, oh, he's off his medicine. Yeah, he, he, that's right, he's off his meds, and right after that, he's gonna try and stab him. <laughs> really big. Um, now. We've mentioned it a couple of times, but Bale's partner, um, he's a bit of a tool. He, he was not, not a, a, a good. No, cleric. no. And I reckon he was off the dose from the start. Yeah. And they kind of went back and forth where they're like, oh, he seems like he's kind of a cool guy. Oh, no, he's a dick. I'm like, oh, maybe. Oh, no, he's kind of an asshole. Well, little column A, little column B. Yeah. But then they just, they just made him totally against him. And I was like, you know, I really. I was was not uh, a fan of Tay Diggs in this movie. He just wasn't. No. He played a good. Uh, he did a good job playing the role for sure. Because yes. he made you really hate him. And I mean, he just came off like such a nerd. And you're like, come on, man. Yeah. Can't you just be cool once? Like, why do you guys tell about everything? Yeah, he's got a lag on him. Like a snitch, and snitches yeah. get stitches. And right? as it turns out, Tay Diggs got his face cut off, which he was did. awesome. Yeah, I, w- I was waiting to see if that when he turned his face, if it was going to be like his nose or his chin or something, and then the whole front of his face fell off, and I w- said, bravo. Yes, it was. <laughs> that was very, very cool. And, and, I mean, that was probably, there wasn't a lot of CGI in this movie. That that was, you know, one of the pieces, but it was. That was very cool. I was, I was kind of impressed by it. Yeah, and it was it was totally a, a, a big dick move, too, because he was like, all right, let's go. We're going to fight, and it was three slashes, and his fate was, was cut off. Yeah, that's it. You're done. <laughs> it's just like, see, and I didn't even need a big gun to do it, so take that. Exactly. Now, we mentioned uh, Bale's dress uniform. Was, mm-hmm. was it just me, or did that just it scream Scientology? <laughs> yeah, it, it almost – it had a little bit of like a – like a 90 Steve Harvey suit look going on. It was kind of Ooh, a little too yeah. baggy. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> see, we know that it, it had to be baggy because apparently you could keep guns and ammo up his sleeves. I know, right? Right. And I was thinking they're, they're so worried about checking to see if he's on the uh, the prosium medicine, but they don't have a fucking metal detector. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's like, walk right in, sir. Yeah, that's a, uh, give us your sword because that's quite obvious. Yes. But you know, you know, the fact that you you know you're wearing a um, a talking heads suit. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, that's not even a pat down. Nothing. No, nothing. Just that's fine. Just keep all that all a lot of ammo in your and a gun, yeah. two guns in your suit, and it's all cool. Yeah, I get I get checked more than that just to go to like a Buffalo Bills game here. Well, it's exactly you know <laughs> they're, they're checking to see whether you know you're storing grenades up your ass. I never had it that way before. I know. <laughs> it's just crazy. Now the whole the whole switcheroo that the Viceroy was father. Did you see it coming? I I I didn't know. I, I have to admit, um I'm I'm a little bit of like I, I just kinda get wrapped up in the movie and I don't try to think too deeply that there is is like a twist or whatever. And so I didn't necessarily see it coming, but I was like, Oh, okay, they did kind of a Wizard of Oz thing there. So It was, yes, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> right. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like that he clearly had all these opportunities where he could have gotten his hands on them because they were face-to-face and he mm. never even knew it. And it was like, fuck! <laughs> yes, exactly. Fuck! And now I'm going <laughs> to shoot you. I'm going to... Yeah. I'm coming. And uh, yeah, that bit where he, where he's, you know, he's connected to the to the machine and, you know, his, his emotions are going everywhere and it's just like he just switches it off. And, it, and he, the look on the on the technician's face is just like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That that was that was really cool. That that last sequence, right up till that final one on one fight, which I thought was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, I mean, it started out cool with the whole slapping the guns away and shooting point blank at each other. Mm. But um, it it seemed like I mean, even the fight with Tay Diggs, it was cool that he just quick disposed of them. But at the same time, you're like, man, that guy was such a badass when they were doing the kendo fighting. And then he just dispatched him super quick. And then the yeah. other guy is, is supposed to be more badass than him. But then even that was kind of so-so. Like, I, I liked that part of them slapping the gun away back and forth. But then he just stopped and he's like, oh, I'm a human and I have feelings too. Can you live with killing me now that you know that I am also a person that has feelings? And he's like, yeah, of course I can. I even, um, I ate some of their brains. <laughs> Duh. I know. <laughs> 
That was the shittiest defense ever. Yeah, that's right. Please don't shoot me because you'll feel feel sad. It's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too late. Yeah, too late. Take that. <laughs> and, of course, on that note, then everything, you know, they blow up the, the – the factories and, you know, the, the, the centers to obviously, you know, send out the, the drug to the people. Now, thinking on that for just a moment, they're going to have a whole country that's going through withdrawal. That's not a good thing. It isn't glamorous or cool or kid stuff, and it can kill you. What's really bad is nobody knows how much it takes. No, I was actually, I was think I like to think after the movie what happens sometimes. And was like, okay, so now who's going to be in charge of the country that they've overthrown? And then all these people are going to have all these crazy emotions that they don't know how to handle. And it's going to be mass chaos. And there's no military, really, just a bunch of like kind of militia assholes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just going to be, I mean, at, the, at least they'll have colors and art and books and music. Yeah, but, 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 but I reckon that the murder count's going to go way up. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably going to be a lot of murder, probably a lot of raping, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, a, lo- a lot of uh, a lot of destruction and and property damage and stuff going on. Yeah, a lot of people so kind of searching for their identity. Exactly, and I don't think the underground had really thought that. But you know what? That's their problem now. No, no. Well, uh, we forgot to mention it earlier that one of the cast members, the the leader of the resistance, I think his name is Jurgen Jurgensen or Jurgen. Yeah, Jurgen. That's uh, Bill Fickner, who's a, a Buffalo native, actually, from my hometown. Really? So there you go. Leave, it, leave it to a Buffalo native to create a power vacuum in a previous <laughs> dictatorship. Yes. Fuck well done. Up. Well yes. done, Jürgen. It's well done, Buffalo. Slap me right, right here. here. Get it. Let's get this party started right. Right on. Come on. 
about it mate i'm sorry the movie wasn't uplifting there was a, some really cool violence in it that one oh yeah that. yeah no i definitely would watch it again too this was actually the first time i had seen it so i was was appreciative of a first time watch that turns out to be well and i definitely will watch this one again yes yeah this one's been on my list for a while i kind of love it and all right so right now you're kind of just gonna fade out a little bit Okay. Um, you'll be okay, and when you wake up, this will just kind of feel like a kind of weird dream. So, can I just ask one favor? Uh, sure, sure. When you go back, don't mm-hmm. think about any weird sex stuff because that's gonna. Be- okay, I'll I'll try to not think about that. I mean, why would I think about that? Is something gonna happen to me, or I I don't know. I'm just okay. saying that you know I'm pretty <laughs> sure Christian Bale ended up with a with a boner that could cut glass. And yeah, yeah, that's that's gotta be bad. Exactly. Yeah, well, hopefully the, uh, the 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 deer pellets that I left as well, while being a holographic deer, hopefully that those also fade with me. If not, then I apologize for the pile of uh, deer shit pellets that I left on the couch. But that, it's been fun okay. being a it's been it's fun cool. being a deer for a little while. Oh, look, you know, feel free to if you want, we could set up a holographic forest for you to frolic in, um, if you like, and, and yeah, to, just do that, and then when you wake up, it, it'll be just a pleasant. Memory. Perfect. That sounds like a plan to me. Oh. Sorry, sorry, your bullet didn't kill me there, sir. Sorry about that. Here, I'm just gonna choke myself on my own hoof, I will. You have been listening to Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock, a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. The replicant known as Witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Now, in the words of Lord Humongous, Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.